0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, we are at war. When I say that we are at war, that means each and every one of us over here in this room. On Shabbat, it was Parashat Bereshit. On the fourth day, Hashem created... The sun and the moon. I was just thinking at 8 in the morning Pacific Standard Time there was an eclipse. You know about this? There was an eclipse. The eclipse doesn't always happen. It's going to happen again in April but it happened exactly this Shabbat. And I was thinking what is the significance of the eclipse that happened specifically now? And I saw something that gave me some inspiration that I wanted to share with you. It's written in the in in the by it's written by Chazal that the Chama and the Levana were created. At the beginning they were created equal. And the Levana said, It can't be that there should be two Malachim. Two kingdoms that are reigning at the same time. And therefore Hashem said, you're right. And He diminished the Levana. Because of that, it's written in the Torah, in the Torah Kedoshah, that on Rosh Chodesh we bring Seir Izim Echad Lechatat. We bring a korban as a forgiving offering. Why do we bring a Seir Izim Lechatat? Kedosh Baruch Hu says, Heviu alai bring for me a forgiveness, al shimi ateti that I diminished the levana. What, is it, what does that mean? We bring a forgiveness? What did we do wrong? Rav Yeshaya Pick, one of the commentators on the Gemara, says that this is one of the Sodot, this is one of the great secrets that we can't comprehend. But the holy Chatam Sofer says, a pshat that is relevant to all of us. You know why we have to bring a korban on the fact that the Levana was diminished? It says in the Gemara in Masechet Sanhedrin that Tzaditeh Tamudbet Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi met Eliyahu Navi, and he asked him, he met the Mashiach actually, he met the Mashiach and he said, So Melech HaMashiach, E matai when are you coming? Melech HaMashiach is, 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 is a person. It's written in the Zohar Kadosh as well that, that, uh, that the Melech HaMashiach was somebody that they consulted when somebody wasn't able to get into uh, Gehennem because he did such a bad Avera that he was, uh, he glorified himself that he knew something that his friend didn't and they had to consult with Melech HaMashiach. It was brought down in the Sheikh Chochba in Shara Yira. Melech HaMashiach is, is someone. And Rav Yishoban Levi asked him, atimar? When are you coming? The Mashiach said, Hayom, Today. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. Today I'm coming. Of course I'm coming. It's written that... Uh, Today if you listen to my commandments, I'm going to come. So the Mashiach is ready to come at any moment. Why isn't it coming? Because of our actions. Says the Khatam Sofer. At the end of times, it's going to say... Oracha, ke the light of the Chama is going to be just as strong... There's going to be the Levana and the Chama once again shining in their ultimate glory. Until the Mashiach comes, the, the Levana is diminished. But it's our fault if the Levana is not at the same level as the Chama. That says the chatam So Sofer. That's why we have to bring a Korban Khatat. Because it's our fault that the, that the Levana is not at the same level as the Chama. And I was thinking maybe, just maybe, on Shabbat... Hashem gave us this eclipse to tell us that we're getting closer. The Levana is eclipsing the Chama, and it's starting to become at the same level. And maybe, just maybe, the Milchama, the final Milchama of Gogu Magog, that is supposed to start the day after Sukkot, according to Chatam Sofer as well, the day right after Sukkot. Maybe, just maybe, something did start. We don't know. And we are, we're, we're not prophets. And when people asked Rabbi Yashiv once why this and that happened, he says, I'm not a prophet. I don't have the be Anistarot. Anist, Eilanu lanu benistarot. We don't know what happened. But what we do know is what the Ran tells us. The Drashot Aran tells us that even though all different Midot, all different uh, signs are Batel, but, but Hashem gave us one sign of Ruach HaKodesh that is still around. You know what that sign is? Mida keneged mida, mida keneged mida. Then, when you see how a kaddosh baruch who ran something in a very specific way, it's a lesson to us that we have to learn from over here to be mechazik ourselves in that specific mida. That's a form of ruach hakodesh. So let's examine what happened. Let's examine what happened. There's a sefer called Ketza Yemin, Keitsa Geula, written by the son of Rav Yitzchak Sarotskin, a great Risheshiv in Lakewood. His son, Rav Yisrael Sarotskin, wrote a few, a good number of years ago, not yesterday, about the final uh, Galut Yishmael. Could you, a whole sefer, there's actually a fuse for him now, on Galut Yishmael, on this exile of Yishmael. It's, it's, it's a tremendous galut, and has so many things to, we have so many things to learn from. And in his Hagdama, in, uh, in, in his introduction to the sefer, he says, Why am I writing the sefer? Like, how do we know the end of times? Why should we deal with the end of times? And he says, one of the gedolim told him that if Hashem is showing us signs that are so clear about the end of times. For example, the last Mishnah, Masechet Sotah, that says that at the end of times, that people are going to be against Talmud Chachamim. This God will said, if it was up to him, he would take this Mishnah and blow it up into poster size and just plaster it on the walls and say, here, look what's going on. Isn't it true that people are criticizing Talmud Chachamim? Why do we need them learning? What's their importance in learning? Why do we need Torah? Why do we need people... Dedicating their life to Torah. That's exactly what we see at the end of times. So, if Hashem is speaking to us, shouldn't we elaborate? And that's why he wrote the Sefer. If Hashem is speaking to us, shouldn't we elaborate? So, let's elaborate a little bit to what we understand of what's going on. Number one is that not one person has a plausible explanation about the tremendous security breach that happened. There are people who, who, who know soldiers that were in charge of securing this fence. If a cockroach went under the fence, it would be shot because maybe there was a bug. Maybe it was bugged. If a, if a kite of a, of a Palestinian flew over, it would be shot down. So many things had to go in the favor of the Palestinians over here. It was called Ashgaha Pratit against us. You know many times Hitler was supposed to be assassinated, and he was foiled every time, and he missed everything in a nick of time? There is such a concept of hashgacha pratit working against us, and this is what happened over here. The kochi ve'otzim yadi, the great strength that we pride ourselves in, in the strongest intelligence, was, was a joke, and it was an embarrassment, and it was a sign to us. That Hashem lo yishmarir. If Hashem is not going to guard the city, shav yishkat shomer. And the the and and that breach, that's what happened to that. And that happened. There was a breach that happened because vayamachanecha kadosh. And if we lack in the kedusha, so so the 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 falls down. And I spoke earlier this morning. I'm not going to repeat what I said. That that galut Yishmael is known as one of the Galuyot because they had a zechut of the Brit Milah. Why do they have the zechut of the Brit Milah? He did Brit Milah, even though Yishmael is not commanded in Brit Milah, they don't have a mitzvah of Brit Milah, the Rambam writes in Hilchot Melachim that only Bnei Yitzchak and not Yishmael and the children of Yitzchak was Yaakov and not Esav, but the Rambam says, Bnei Keturah, Archive in Brit Milah, are obligated in Brit Milah, the children of Keturah, and Yishmael might be mixed into Keturah, so they all might have the, uh, a din of Brit Milah. But Yishmael has a zikhut of Brit Milah. If you want to say they're commanded or not, they have a zikhut of Brit Milah. But they are defiled in their Brit Milah. They defile themselves. They, 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 they have all their dreams of having, their Olam Haba is all, is all disgusting, uh, perverse concepts, as well as, as, as well as um, the, the Gemara says that ten kabim of Zima came into the world, nine of them fell in, and we see the way that they defiled women is is part of the violation of the Brit. But maybe, just maybe, it's coming to give us a siman that we have to be mechazek ourselves in the Brit. And lo alenu, the people that were a lot of the people that were that were that that were murdered right now are kedoshim. They're sitting. By the great Great Sadikim. they died Altikidu Shashem, but they didn 't know better in how they were celebrating. Rabbi Buso, a grandson of uh, Baba Sali, he comes here sometimes, uh, he shared the following: that he knows a testimony from someone whose role is to inform bereaved parents about the loss of their loved ones a difficult and emotional task. He knocked on the door of the parents whose son strayed from the path of Torah and he was at this uh, music festival. So he knocked on the father's door to give him the ultimate worst news that a parent could ever get. And the father told him, I know what happened because my son appeared to me in a dream already the night before holding in his hand a golden gemara and reassuring him with the words Abba. Don't worry about me. I'm in the best place, closest to the Kisei Don't worry about me. So I know what happened to my son. Could you believe it? The 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 amount of of Mida Keneged Mida that we have to be Mechazik ourselves, and if other people are weak in Yanani it, Kedusha, it's because we are weak in it is because the people that should be keeping it to the fullest are not strong enough, and therefore it's not enough of a strength for the rest of the world, and therefore other people could weaken themselves. If there's all types of perverse ideas around us, it could be because we're not strong enough. So we also have that responsibility to strengthen ourselves as the people who are supposed to be spreading this light of Kiddusha Tabrit. That's that's, that's one point. That's one point. And, and a second point that I want to mention is that we are at war over here does not mean that Eretz Yisrael is at war. That means we over here at this table are at war. You know what war means? Yesterday I listened to somebody. His name is Tzvika Moore. His son is Eitan Moore, one of the captives. He's one of the captives that he was captured by Hamas. This is more is a Jew that lives in Kiryat Arba. He says, if I have to choose between Kalal Yisrael and my son, I'm going to choose Kalal Yisrael. And I told, he says, I myself went to war and when I went to war, I told my wife, as much as I love you and I hope to come back, when I go to war, I can't think about you or the children. I have to totally think about Akadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, if you think that I'm being totally fanatical, he pulled out a Rambam. And the Rambam says in the laws of war that when a person leaves, he has to eradicate for a milchemet mitzvah. Milchemet mitzvah means when people are attacking you and trying to destroy you and you're fighting back. You have to eradicate any thoughts of your wife and children. Yemache in from his mind and only focus on war. This is what this father mentioned. So this is what people are going through in Eretz Yisrael. This is what people are going through in Eretz Yisrael, and we could sit behind and discuss maybe what a sports team did yesterday, or the, we can't do that now. We can't afford to do that. We're all on the front lines, and like it's written in the Yalkut and many other sources, that when people are in the front lines, they had every person learning in Klali Yisrael for them, tit for tat. There are many, many soldiers right now out there, reservists, that are, even though some of them are not on the front lines yet, each one is doing a job, each one is a Bibakam sakan, and each one has to have tit-for-tat somebody learning for them. And the chatam sofer says, we'll leave with the final chatam sofer, that just like there's a milchama, we have to strengthen ourselves in Milhamta shel Torah, in the, in the battle of Torah. That means when you're with your Chavruta or with Rabbi Heller, you yell at him and he yells back, this is Pshat, and that's Pshat. Respectfully, of course. But always in, in the heat of Torah, trying to understand the truth, we have to dedicate ourselves to Mechamta Torah Maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea that when we're learning, we commit to ourselves not to talk during learning. dibur <speaking in Hebrew> Maybe if we have parents who have their 18 year old children on the front lines and are, don't have access to them because they don't have phones. And they don't know every time the phone rings who's calling or not, that type of suffering a parent has to go through. If they're going through that, and we know parents ourselves in Los Angeles that have that situation. Not one, not two. So shouldn't we, at the minimum, put in our full effort for that? That's what we have to think about. We have to think about Hashem's message to us, the special times that we're in, and our job as B'nai Torah. Chazaku